Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is tree. T-R-E-E. Really? You bet your life! The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... That's logical. This is National Pickle Week. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx. Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. George Fanneman, who's first to try for it? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected the mother of a large family and an expectant father. And here they are, Mrs. Lois Mayer and Mr. Charles Weiss. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. Uh, Ma, Lois Ma, you're the mother of a large family? Yes, I am. Pretty young-looking gal, aren't you? How, how large is your family? I have eight children. You have eight children? Eight children. children. Well, you certainly don't look it. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Weiss, you're the expectant father? Yes, sir. You don't look it either. Huh? <laughs> you, do you have any other children, Mr. Weiss? Uh, no, sir, this is my first. Oh, your first, eh? <laughs> well, you better rest a while. The first one is the hardest. <laughs> Where, where are you from, Mr. Weiss? I was born in New Haven, Connecticut, raised in Newport, Rhode Island, moved to New York, and then came out here about a year and a half ago. Who was after you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Ma, what does your husband do for a living, uh, Mrs. Ma? Well, we just started catering not so long ago. To each other? <laughs> well, where are you from, little mother? I'm from Leona Mines, Virginia. And I lived in Cincinnati, Ohio, after I was married. And then we came to California. Is that the customary route? Uh... <laughs> now, tell us something about this catering you mentioned. What sort of a business is it, specifically? Uh... Well, uh, we put on dinners for parties. Any particular kind of food or just... Uh... Whatever you choose. I see. Well, I choose the food after I eat it, but... Uh... <laughs> What, what, what do you charge for a dinner like that? It's according to what you're going to eat. You're pretty cagey, aren't you, huh? <laughs> well, uh, approximately, uh, Lois. Oh, anywhere from a dollar and a half to two and a half plate. And uh, suppose you put something on the plate. How much extra? I'll just call you Charlie, huh? Not you, Mrs. Moore. I mean you, uh... What sort of work do you do, Charlie? I'm a sales representative for Admiral... for America's number one television set, Admiral. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Uh... Did you get me one wholesale? <laughs> Come around. Does anybody ever buy anything retail anymore? Huh? <laughs> How old are your children, uh, Lois? Oh, I have them all ages. <laughs> you got one around 79? <laughs> what do you mean, all ages? No, what? Uh, 15, 13, 12, 9, 7, 6, 
four and eight months. Well, you just got under the wire there with that. <laughs> The family your size, Lois, uh, how large a hotel do you run? We have four bedrooms. How do you get them all out in the morning? I mean, do you put them on a conveyor belt? Or... <laughs> well, hardly like that. I, well, I have five boys and three girls. And I well, wake the oldest girl up first, and the baby wakes up instead of the oldest girl. And I go around yelling, quarter of seven, quarter of seven. <laughs> Suppose it's 8 o'clock. Do you still yell a quarter of a <laughs> How do you discipline the youngsters? Oh, they're pretty well behaved most of the time. You never when... take a swipe at them? <laughs> Only in self-defense. <laughs> Did you have trouble finding names for all these kiddies? No, we have a book at home. Well, uh, Lois, my advice to you is it isn't too late. Throw the book away. Huh? <laughs> How about you, uh, Mr. Weiss? Have you got a definite name for your youngster? Yes, we have. You are? What are you going to name it, huh? Well, we don't know yet. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty definite, huh? <laughs> Sounds like an Indian name, huh? <laughs> what is the kid's name? We don't know yet, Jones. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean you have a definite name, but you don't know yet? Well, we don't know what, what it'll Charlie be. Charlie Weiss, what kind of talk is that? Huh? We don't know what it'll be yet. <laughs> you mean there's a likelihood that it may have wings and fly out the window? <laughs> Which would you prefer, uh, Charlie, a boy or a girl? Well, it doesn't make much difference to us as long as it's a baby. <laughs> Why do you want a baby? Huh? Well, what an odd thing to wish for. Huh? Well, after we're through here, talk to Mrs. Uh, Moore about it. Maybe she can get it for you wholesale. <laughs> well, it's been very instructive talking to you two, and I hope you'll both be very happy. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for $1,000. To millions of car owners across this nation, the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer stands for two things. The best in new car values, the best in service. Next time you're at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's for service, Make it a point to find out about the two truly great new cars he sells. One is the brilliant new DeSoto, the car that's really new inside and out, bringing you more beauty, economy, and comfort. The moment you see the new DeSoto, you'll note its clean, modern design, the graceful new lines that sweep back from its magnificent new full-width front grille to its smart, roomy trunk. It's a thrilling car, this all-new DeSoto, the car that lets you drive without shifting. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell the beautiful new Plymouth, the car that likes to be compared. Now, let's see if you two will be high for the night and get the chance at the $1,000. Fanneman, explain the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question at the end of the show. 
Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected mountain peaks of the world as your category. Is that right? That's right. Now here's your first question. You have $20. How much will you risk? $10. All right. Where is uh, Mauna Loa found? M-A-U-N-A, capital L-O-A. In the Hawaiian Islands. The Hawaiian Islands is right. Well, to the good start, have $30. All right. Remember, you're going for $1,000. Nina, how much of the 30 will you try? 25 Twenty-five. In what country is Popa Catapetal found? In Mexico. Mexico is correct. They're climbing. They have fifty-five dollars. You got fifty-five dollars, and here's your third question: How much of the fifty-five do you want to try? Fifty. Where is Mount Everest found? Oh, Everest in Tibet. They're really climbing now. They have one hundred and five dollars. Hundred and five. Hundred and five. You're going to shoot the whole we'll thing. Shoot the work. All right. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. Where is Mount Vesuvius? Uh, Mount Vesuvius is in Italy. All right. And they wind up with a grand total of two hundred and ten dollars. Good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Groucho. Yes. The secret word is still tree. Perhaps the next couple will say it. They might. Just before we went on the air, we selected a housewife from the audience. A good idea. <laughs> Her name is Mrs. Mary Ann Hughes. A splendid notion. And a hypnotist, Mr. Fred Schneider. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. And if you say the DeSoto Plymouth secret word, you'll divide $100 between you. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. Schneider, you're the hypnotist? Yes, I am. Well, don't look me in the eye when you answer me. <laughs> Somebody has to stay awake around here. <laughs> Now, Mrs. Uh, Hughes, uh, Marion Hughes, huh? Marion Hughes and Repented Leisure, isn't that the... Uh, that the yeah. No, I guess not. Huh? You're, you're the housewife? Yes, I am. Well, you're a very attractive housewife. Huh? Thank you. What does your husband do, Mrs. Hughes? Well, he works for Foodcraft. Foodcraft? Mm-hmm. He sells pickles. <laughs> how, did, how did you meet him? Was he pickled at the time? <laughs> no, he was... He wasn't old enough to be pickled when I met him. How old do you have to be to be pickled? <laughs> well, how, how, how did you meet him? Huh? Well, I met him in a blacksmith shop in Illinois. He was uh, molding a brand for his pony, and he had heated the iron, and he had formed the letters M-A-X, and he put them in this big tub of water Max? because they were hot. Uh-huh. Was that the pony's name or your husband's No, that was his name. He was oh. going to brand his pony, Max. What was the pony's name? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> didn't the pony have a name? Well, I didn't ask him. I don't know. <laughs> don't you think it was rather unfair to the p- pony to... I- I'm sorry. I should have asked the pony. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you are with the pony and Max and the... I hadn't noticed my, my husband very much. I mean, he put the brand in the tub of water, and a devil's horse came flying by, and what's I... That, what's that? A devil's horse? A devil's horse? Uh-huh. Was well, he getting shoed, too, in the black? <laughs> What's a devil's horse? Well, those are those huge varmints they have back east. They fly through the air, and they look like a little horse, only they're an insect. And if they bite you, it's just sure death. They say. <laughs> who, who are they? <laughs> I mean, I've always wanted to track that down, they say. <laughs> what I've heard all my life, and I saw this coming at me, and I didn't like it. Well, I got excited, and I fell over in this tub of water on the top of this brand, and uh, I got branded. (laughs) 
Isn't it a little embarrassing to walk around the bathing beach with Max stamped on you? Huh? No, it really isn't noticeable at all. So I, I still don't see how this culminated in marriage. The mere fact that you were named Max at the time. Matter of fact, all three of you were named Max by this time. But what about you, Eye Strain? I, I... <laughs> what kind of a brand do you carry? Are you, uh, are you married? Yes, I'm married. Some hypnotist. She caught you napping, eh? <laughs> Tell me, Svengali, what are some of the uses? <laughs> what are some of the uses for hypnotism? Well, it's being used a great deal medically today, especially through this last war. Mm -hmm. uh, such things as uh, overcoming and removing phobias, bad habits. Could you hypnotize me and cure me of my insomnia? Mm, yes. Huh? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I doubt it. I don't have insomnia. <laughs> I just can't sleep at night, that's all. <laughs> Could you hypnotize me and cure me of uh, smoking cigars? Well, any ordinary person you could hypnotize. <laughs> Answer my question. Can you hypnotize me? <laughs> well, I don't know. I have to try it first. Well, flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> I'm safe in ordering another box of cigars. <laughs> Can you show me how to hypnotize somebody? Try it on Mrs. Hughes here. Huh? Yeah, I'd be glad Mrs. To. Hughes, do you mind if he hypnotizes you? Oh, I don't think I like that. <laughs> oh, you don't want to give up smoking cigars either. <laughs> well, how do you hypnotize somebody? What's the first step? Well, the first step is to get their attention, have them concentrate on your voice, and then have them think of figures or numbers. As you count, for instance, to five, they'll go deep asleep. Then you begin counting one, tell them to relax and grow heavy, their legs and their arms. Two, they're growing very... Are you trying to sleepy. give me the double whammy here? <laughs> well, I wasn't trying very hard. <laughs> Can you hypnotize a whole audience? Uh, a large portion of a whole audience. I did a, a demonstration at the Long Beach Municipal Auditorium several years ago. Mm -hmm. There were about 3,500 people there, and several hundred actually went to sleep. occur to you that perhaps the show was lousy? <laughs> well, now that everybody's in the trance, let's play You Bet Your Life for $1,000. You run your $20 no more than the other couples, and you get the big chance. I can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman's offstage remind our listeners. The expectant father and the mother of eight children won $210. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected American Patriots as your category. Is that right? Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20? Yes. What was the name of the American statesman who said, give me liberty or give me death? Patrick Henry. Patrick Henry is right. <laughs> They're on their way with $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Uh, how much of the 30 will you try? 25. 25. What was the name of the soldier and statesman who avenged the Alamo at San Jacinto? Was it Sam Houston? Sam Houston is correct. 
Oh, no, wait, no, we have $55. And here's your third question, and how much are the 55 50 What was the name of the patriot in charge of the Boston Tea Party? He also signed the Declaration of Independence. Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams is correct. Yeah. Now they have $105. This gal has read a number of books. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much are the 105 100 100 What was the name of the woman who supposedly said, Shoot if you must, this old gray head, but spare your country's flag? I, I'm terribly sorry. It was Barbara Fritchie. Well, that's tough luck. You bet all your money you wound up broke. I'm going to give you another chance to make some money. Get this one right and you win $10 in cash. Now, think hard. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> General Grant is right. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers, and I will soon know get the chance at the thousand-dollar question. Mr. Car Owner, what have you done about the warmer weather that lies ahead? I'm sending my long underwear to storage. <laughs> but what about your car? Is it all set for the miles of pleasant motoring? Can you count on it for smooth operation on vacation and during those summer weekends? Better visit a DeSoto Plymouth dealer real soon. Let his service experts tune up your car. Bring in your violin, too. You see, friends... A car that's been checked by DeSoto Plymouth mechanics will zoom along the road and purr like a cat. May even drink milk. <laughs> so take the man's advice, folks. Bring your car, your violin, and your cat, and wherever you see the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. All right, Fenneman, who's ahead in the battle for the $1,000 question? Well, the mother of eight children and the expectant father are ahead with $210. And the secret word is still tree. We invited some boxers and some ballet dancers to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience... Selected Miss Patty Taylor and Mr. Art Aragon. And here they are, folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 between you. It's a common word, something you see every day. A boxer and a ballet dancer, eh? Um, which are you? Uh... <laughs> I'm the boxer. You're, you're the boxer? Huh? Uh, what is your name? Art Ar Ar Aragon, eh? Yes. Where are you from, Art? I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh. Before we proceed, let me caution you. Uh, on this program, you're liable to hear bells occasionally, Art. Uh, don't come out swinging if you do. Huh? <laughs> what is your fighting weight, uh, Art? Uh, 135, stripped. Did you say strapped or stripped? Eh? <laughs> now, how much do you weigh with your clothes on? I don't know. I never weigh with my clothes on. <laughs> You must draw a nice crowd when you get way at the end. <laughs> Are you married or haven't you lost a fight yet? Uh? Oh, I'm married, but we don't fight at home. You don't, huh? In the morning, does your wife have to count to nine before you'll get up? Huh? <laughs> what about you, Twinkle Toes? Let's find out something about you. You're, you're a ballet dancer, huh? Yes. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, what is your name? Fifi? Uh, Patty, huh? Patty Taylor. Are you married? No, I'm not married. You're not married, huh? For a ballet dancer, apparently you're not on your toes. Huh? <laughs> Let's see you get up on your toes. Huh? In these shoes? You need toes for that. Oh, you have toes, huh? About ten. Did you say you were about ten? No, eighteen now. Well, you just said ten. Ten toes. Oh, ten toes, but you're eighteen. Huh? Yes. Could be worse, you know. You could be ten and have eighteen toes. Huh? <laughs> I knew a guy like that once. <laughs> He was really two girls, but I don't want to. 
Now, one punch. How do you train for a big fight? Well, uh, let's see. I get up at 6.30 in the morning, I go run, I come back and I go to bed. <laughs> Wouldn't it be simpler to just stay there in the first place? <laughs> Why don't you stay up? <laughs> well, uh, that's not all of the training. I've got a little bit more. There is? What else? Well, I get up at 10 o'clock and I eat my breakfast. Then I go back to bed. <laughs> you, uh, you must have a fortune tied up in pajamas. <laughs> Then what do you do? Well, I go train the gym for a couple of hours, then I go home and go to bed. <laughs> That's true. Then I get up at about uh, 5 o'clock and I eat my dinner, go out and take a walk, and I come home and go to bed. You don't, you don't see much of the outside world, do you? <laughs> Why do you do all that work? Why is there so much uh, sleeping and jumping up and down? Well, how do you want to get in top shape? Top shape? Well, who wants to be shaped like a top? <laughs> Now, what are the first things you have to learn about ballet, Patty? Um, well, the first thing would be the five basic uh, dance positions. And what are the five basic dance positions? One, two, three, four, and five. Well, you, you ask a ridiculous question, you get a ridiculous answer. <laughs> On the other hand, Aragon only has two positions. <laughs> Vertical and horizontal. Right? <laughs> uh, could you describe the first dance position, Patty? Well, position number one, you have your feet together, your heels together, and your toes pointed outwards and push your heels forward. Well, that sounds pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> now, what are some of the basic steps of the ballet? Oh, there's tour jetés, pirouettes, glissades, assemblées, jetés, and entrechacatres. What time do you stop at Nacogdoches? <laughs> Isn't all that stuff Greek to you, uh, Art? It's French. It's French. <laughs> well, all I can say is vive la France. <laughs> What qualifications are necessary to become a good uh, ballet dancer, Patty? Well, most of the qualifications are physical. You should have a sturdy body and flexible and a slender figure. And uh, it's good to have long legs, but it isn't necessary. Well, <laughs> the legs should certainly be long enough to reach the floor, Patty. <laughs> well, it's been very interesting talking to you two. Now, let's see how agile you are in the quiz. Now, you beat the other two couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much the other two couples won, but Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners. The mother of eight children and the expectant father are ahead with $210. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You select the sporting terms as your category. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Now, how much you want to bet of the $20? Ten. Talk right out loud in Ten. the microphone. Like the fight was over, and you were saying, Hello, Mom. <laughs> a Texas leaguer... Uh, is an expression in what sport? 
baseball. Baseball is correct. On the way, Groucho, with $30. Well, you hit that over the fence. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 will you try? 25 25 she said. 25 A lob shot is an expression of what sport? L-O-B. Oh, wait just a moment. A lob. It's a, a tennis. That's right. Tennis is a... $55. You got $55, and here's your third question. How much will you bet? 40 uh, Ripost, I guess, R-I-P-O-S-T-E, is a maneuver in what sport? How do you spell it? R-I-P-O-S-T-E. You guess. Ripost. Football? No. No, that's a tough question. It's fencing. It's a... They now have $15. That's a shame. All right, here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much is the 15 will you try? All of it. All of it. A stymie is an expression of what sport? That's, I'm, that's easy, huh? I'm stymied. <laughs> no, not Margaret. I'm stymied. You stymied a guy. See, that's simple. Stymied. <laughs> thought it was marbles. Well, I was thinking of golf, but I guess they have stymies and marbles. But I'd say you're right. They wind up with $30. And that means the expectant father and the mother of eight children with $210 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. <laughs> to serve you efficiently, to serve you promptly. Those are the aims of every DeSoto Plymouth dealer. No matter what make of car you drive, no matter what sort of attention it needs, a DeSoto Plymouth dealer is well equipped to give your car the very best in service. Skilled, factory-trained mechanics, the most modern tools and equipment made, service at a fair price, and prompt, courteous treatment every time. That's the kind of service you get when you drive in at the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. That's the kind of service that means extra miles for your car. From coast to coast, there are more than 3,000 of these DeSoto Plymouth dealers, each with an earnest desire to serve you. And here is the mother of eight and the expectant father, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question, Groucho. Here we go for $1,000. Ready? I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so think carefully and please no help in the audience. Here it is. The Panama Canal, one of the great engineering feats of all time, would never have been possible if it weren't for the discovery of the Isthmus of Panama. For $1,000, tell me who discovered the Isthmus of Panama. What is the answer you two have decided upon? Uh, Balboa. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was Christopher Columbus on his last voyage to the New World. Well, that's the correct answer, so that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $210 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. You Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You Bet Your Life. Presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. 
And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week, the big question will be worth $1,500. So good night, folks. And remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Folks, here's a tip from the National Safety Council. May is National Car Safety Month. So remember, check your car, check accident. This is George Fenneman signing off with the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.